everyone. Uh, welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. Uh, this is your host, Timothy Robert Dunn. Um, it's, you know, it's going well. Uh, it's been a actually been kind of a boring week in news, hasn't it? Um, as far as this podcast goes, uh, if this is your first time listening, God, I, I, I met President Abraham Lincoln um, down in Springfield, Illinois. Um, we started doing this election podcast a long time ago. And um, I've had a beer tonight, um, and, you know, he's just been kind of an asshole to me lately. He, he did a podcast with another podcaster uh, last week without telling me, and um, I don't know. I'm kind of fed up. Like, we should talk about the news because he's a former president, and I know it's an honor. Like, it's, it's absolutely an honor to do this show, but he just should have told me. Okay, here we go. I can summon him by saying his name three times. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Timothy Robert Dunn. What's up, babe? Uh, not much. We hitting the hitting it a little early, are we? I well, we record this at like six p.m., so that's totally fine. Oh yeah, sure. Uh-huh. And so you started about eleven a.m. Well, I don't. You know, it's it's been like a, a kind of a. Why do you ask, sir? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, just the stench in this room reminds me of the most raucous saloons. Cool. Well, uh, news happened this week. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit restless with it myself. Uh-huh. Let's just get this over with, this election. Yeah, yeah. Uh, usually you're a lot more specific than that. Um, everything okay, Timothy? Why'd you do a podcast without me last week? Because I didn't want to talk about the election. You know, I would have talked about Weezer with you. If you wanted to talk about I would have talked about Weezer with you. Yeah, but you would have put up a big fuss. Well, we should really be getting back to something else. We need to be covering this. You're you know. a pre- you're a president. You're a president of the United States. I just feel like But first of all, I am a man. No different than you, no different than anyone else. You're right. We are the same in terms of skill and ability and a government by the people, for the people and of the people. That's right. I'm sorry. It's just uh, you know, I'm the government, you are the people. Right, yeah. They're the same. Yeah. It's just, you know, it was a lot of things. Like, this this election's really drawn on too long, you know? It feels like everyone's a bit burnt out. Do you think we just kind of flamed out a little soon here? Oh, absolutely, yeah. If but, You know what? If it would have peaked at, like, the pussy-grabbing tape, like, that's where I feel like the climax was. Now this is the denouement? The, yes, yeah. Ah, uh, we. <laughs> well... Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think also perhaps people just saw those debates and thought, okay, we really have just one choice here. Yeah, right. Either things as they are or things blown up completely. Yeah. Well, and I know that that's an easier choice for those people who things are going well for them now, but mm-hmm. yeah. Now, President Lincoln, let me ask you this. What's the GOP going to do now? Well, don't don't ask me. I haven't I they haven't been in touch with me for over 100 50 years. Well, sure, but like, you know, I mean, like, do the Trump, do the Trump fans just disappear or do they form their own party or, you know, what's going on? I I don't think that those folks will disappear, seeing as that those folks were still around when I was around and here they are, which proves, you know, I always thought that slavery as an institution would just kind of slowly die out Mm -hmm. and it was on its way to doing so before, of course, I thought, you know, things got in the way, but now I see that Slavery would have never died out because there is just a contingent of America that is dependent on its privilege. It's kind of racist, right? 
Who? Me? No, no. Well, you? yes, I am a bit racist. Oh, God. But I am working to change. You, <laughs> you've grown a lot. I'm like still a little mad about the Weezer thing, but you've grown a lot in the time we've been working on this together. Um. Well, political question. I was there was something else I was going to ask you. Yeah, are you week. sure you don't want to maybe sleep this off <laughs> no, for a little I'm bit? Fine. What are you talking about? Just checking. I know that helps. Ugh. Man, how oh many, Gettysburg how Address. Many, how many brewskis does it take to knock you down? One or two? Probably like two. Two brewskis. My college friends used to call it two beer Tim. Did they really? Yes. <laughs> two beer Tim. Uh, that's great. Trump gave a Gettysburg address this week. Oh, gosh. Okay, did you see any of it? No. <laughs> What's he doing there? Well, you should take it as an honor, honestly, because, like, he he holds you in such high regard that he wanted to give his own Gettysburg address. Why does he hold me in high regard? Because he, he sees you as one of the greatest presidents of all time. Does he even know what I've done? Do you think he knows no, this? No, I honestly don't. Yeah, I don't think he knows the slightest thing about you. I'm going to be honest, though. I think not a whole lot of us knew much about you, or I would say know much about you. I, I'm going to say, like, 99% of people don't know that you are a white supremacist, which I just found out recently. Yes, I, I mean, but I am still – I'm learning to check right, my privilege. Reforming, reforming yourself. Yeah. But that is the that is also the contingent of Trump voters who are that believe that this continent was intended for them, even though there was already a people here when they arrived. And that we also brought another people with us when we arrived. Yeah. Yet they think this continent is exclusively for them. And they believe that their privilege is something that is a God-given right to manifest destiny. Mm. And they see any kinds of attacks or any sort of any sort of reforms as attacks, any sorts of attempts for equality as discrimination against themselves. Mm -hmm. Good grief. <laughs> like, even when I said... That slavery was ill, buried ill will towards not just the slaves, but to all the people around it. Were you a drinker yourself? <sighs> not much. Yeah. A little bit here and there. Why not? Never, never turned it down, but. Uh, oh, okay. Just like at parties and stuff? Yeah, well, I'm also six foot five, so it took a lot to knock me down. You call me a little bitch right now? Is that what you're doing? I would not say that. Not in 2016, I would not say that. Perhaps if it was 1864. Then yes, Timothy, I would have called you a little bitch. But it's 2016. I could drink you under the table. Um, what does that mean? Is that a newer expression? It means I could drink more than you. Oh, uh, sure. Great. You win. I don't need to measure myself. Yeah, I don't either. But I'm just saying I could if okay. I wanted to. Great. I could be president. <laughs> well, I, I could be president. You are. You do meet the age requirement, I assume. So you, uh, you are. I'm not. Eligible. I'm not actually 35. Oh, you meant like I'm capable. Boy, you're very testy, Tim. <laughs> Come on, give me a break. I didn't. I'm I sorry. didn't think you'd be receptive to Weezer. I should have just asked. I see my. I love Weezer. some Weezer. Not a lot of Weezer, but some Weezer. Oh, which parts of the? Dinner, burner, say it ain't so. Take it, Abe. <laughs> Your love is... Why did you go falsetto on that? That's my singing voice. You immediately go up to falsetto? That's where I, I have the most control over my range. Oh, okay. My pitch. Your love is a heartbreaker. Burn it, burn it, say yeah. it ain't so... Uh, sure. Mm. 
Tim, I can't believe that I'm the one saying this, but do you think we should get back to the issues? <laughs> yes. Okay. So Trump, it was supposed to, Gettysburg thing was supposed to be like a <sighs> policy heavy You're thing. You're barely awake right now. Supposed to be like a, a policy heavy thing. And he starts out by just talking about, I'm going to sue all these women who came out and accused me of sexual assault after uh, the election's over. What lawyer would take that case? Well, couldn't it be, look, you were a lawyer. Slander, libel, which of the I two? I was a terrific lawyer. Okay. I was an absolutely fantastic trial lawyer. Okay, which one was it then? Slander, libel? I mean, I'm not saying this is what these well, women actually did. but did like, they, well, Libel would be something you would sue the press for. Okay. So slander. So yes, you could perhaps sue them for slander. Right. But and this dude loves suing people. Yeah, who why? Um he's you remember that white privilege we just talked about? Yes. He's got that in spades cuz he's rich too. He's not just white. He's rich. He's rich and white. <sighs> I yeah. see. Well, and so he's never had a beer in his life. So he's got a lot of anger issues ah, that he hasn't. That hmm, well, there it is. Isn't yeah. that weird? Because our last Republican nominee, Mitt Romney, also had never drank before. Interesting. Yeah, but tea, he was also a more toddlers. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is that a is that a sizable proportion of of America? Uh, teetotalers? Yeah. No, but we did do uh, what do they call it? No drinking time. Uh, prohibition. We did have an era of prohibition after you died, uh, and it was not popular. Oh, how, how long? How long did that last? I haven't watched Boardwalk Empire. Uh, just just a few years, I think. Um, people so, were making bootleg alcohol and stuff, and uh, uh, yeah, of course, it would never last. Yeah, it's part of the fabric of this country. Yeah, right. Getting it in. Let's move on to the question. Uh, there was nothing else about Gettysburg that you wanted to know. Fuck. Unseasonably warm day. It was hot and it was smelly. The bodies that had been moved uh, had not been moved very far, and the ones that had been covered had not been covered in very deep graves. You know, I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, I heard this in a history book. I f- heard what? I read this in a history book like a long time ago. Did people used to like? Did battles used to draw a crowd, and like people would come and watch them on the sides during the Civil War? There were some battles that. That drew crowds, but not many. Essentially, just the beginning of the war, Uh there were some some crowds. This, there was no crowd. This was just like dudes killing each other. It was brutal, and it was massive. And also, there was a fear that Lee's army would pervade further into the north, and we'd all be screwed. Mm -hmm. So, it was no no one watching that for sport. Wait, was Gettysburg the one with the wheel? The wheel around of the, the charge? The wheel? Was Gettysburg with the one with the wheel? Did it have the wheel? I don't have the slightest clue what you're referring to. The guys ran out of ammo at the top of the hill, and then they wheeled around the... Ugh! This, it's the wheel. Maybe you can get back to me. Okay. I... That felt condescending, but I will look up the wheel. <laughs> now you know how I feel. Good grief. <laughs> then Edward Everett stands up, and he gives about a two-hour speech that's essentially doesn't need to be more than i don't know five minutes he's just kind of like hey this is a lot like the peloponnesian war and you know um the the great oration of pericles the you know funeral and Mm -hmm. everyone's like great no one cares harvard man he just goes on and on drawing on for two hours about it 
And then you get up there for like, what, a few minutes? Short and sweet, baby. Yeah. In and out. Everyone was like, oh, that was fast. But you know what? No one really minded it was fast. No. We didn't want to be there. No one says, man, that speech was too short. No one ever says that. Well, that's good. Yeah, right. Uh, that's the way to be. Also, there were no um, uh, uh, so there were no words with more than three syllables. Really? Yes. Oh. America. America. Well, you must not have said America. I don't believe I said America in the speech. You probably said God, though, right? That's a one-syllable word. One time I said God, yes, four, under God. Four score and seven years ago. Okay, yeah, that well, checks you, out. You know it a bit? I know four score and seven years ago. Ah, well, then you might have recognized when I was quoting it earlier. Yes. Yes. Good speech, dude. Good speech. It's known like um, it's known as one of the best speeches. Wow. Really much shorter than I thought it would be. When I looked at it, at it not too long ago. It's like how uh, in the improv community, coming up, they'd have Herald Nights, and they'd put three Herald teams on one night, and that's just too long. Like, you can't just be sitting there and watch three Heralds. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to watch three Heralds. No. <laughs> do you know what a Herald is? I've got a good idea already. What do you th- let, tell me what you think a Herald is. Okay, here's what I think a Herald is. Okay. I think it's um, a lot of loud music playing from the back of the house. Uh, and then all that's of a, a start. Sudden, okay. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of, uh, let's say, 10 people run on the stage and they act like they've never been on a stage before. They're hopping and clapping and hollering and they're excited. Okay. And then they'll um, come to the audience for some sort of input or guidance or oh, okay. act as yeah. if things are kind of, um, you know, the audience has control or input on, on what is happening on stage, but they really don't. And then they'll begin, and all of that uh, enthusiasm and energy the will dancing and jumping around. instantly dissipate, and people will begin to think and worry and be tentative, and they'll do their best to do something correctly rather than do something freely. Or fun or funny. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, would, I was never going to use the word funny in this. <laughs> That's not even – I wouldn't even expect that at this okay. – Okay. What you've just described. Did you see a Herald on YouTube? Uh, no, I, I haven't seen a Herald. I'm just putting this piece. Just this a guess. Together. Just a guess. Piecing this together from context. Okay. So no, funny was never one of my expectations. Uh huh. And then they would bounce around from here to there and tentatively move through and kill as much time as possible until they finally actually felt comfortable instead of pretending to be comfortable. And then, mm-hmm. then there might be some creativity, and then it would be over. That's what a Herald is. Yeah, I don't need to see three of those. President Lincoln, we should get to this email. Oh, yes. Please get to this email. Okay. Um, this is from our, our uh, listener, Kellen Tarrant. Oh, good. Yes. Mr. Tarrant, long-time listener, first-time email. Emailer. He says, Dear President Lincoln, with your new understanding of how the United States uh, – this is a two-part question, by the way. With your new understanding of how the United States of America has grown and changed since you were elected 16th president, what are the most important qualities a modern leader must have to foster the American people uh, to grow closer as a nation and ultimately become a stronger democracy? Do you want the second part of the question now or after? Well, I think I would go back to what I said earlier, that this is the government by the people, for the people, and of the people, so the president should merely be one of the people. It should be representative of his interests and of uh, relate to the experience of the common everyday american so you're saying the president isn't beholden to bring the american people together well of course but that is not well i mean 
yes, but is that the nature of the personality? Is that is mm. is that where he, the the rationality would would be derived from, or would it instead be our ideals that should be bringing us together? You're right, because that's not in the Constitution. That's not part of the job description. That's just something you want from the president. Originally, we barely even wanted to have a president. Yeah. George Washington could have served out the rest of his life being president. Instead, he chose to only be president for two terms. Yeah. Setting a precedent. Setting a precedent. Investing. <laughs> Teach them how to say goodbye. Teach them how to say goodbye. Say goodbye. <laughs> I saw Hamilton. Ah. Here in Chicago. My girlfriend got us tickets. We went inside. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. It's really good. Good. I'm, yeah. I'm, um, I'm hoping to see it. Okay. It's still very... Do the lottery. Do the... the you get pretty good tickets for yeah, the lottery. Yeah, but this is when I kind of do want to play the president card, being like, really? <laughs> the president has to... A former president has to play the lottery. Also, someone who was previously killed in a theater. Well, Come on. You're only going to see it at the theater. That's the I'll only place... I'll tell you what. I wish when, I wish when um, John Wilkes Booth had gotten up there, someone had given me a trigger warning. Sir, can I high-five you? Of course. So, okay. I don't know if we really answered that question, but I would say someone, the president should be able to empathize with the experiences of all Americans. Second question. What's your favorite Star Wars film and why? Have you seen any of the Star Wars films? I've seen all of them. Wait, what? How have we not talked about this? Because I was afraid this was going to happen. You've seen every Star Wars film? I've watched them. You said they were important at one point. And I said, oh, I'll, I'll watch them. And I had time to kill. Chug through them. Oh, my God. And you wanted to talk to Mary Beth about Weezer and not Star Wars. You found Weezer more interesting than Star Wars. I, I Yeah, I, I liked the music. I, music's something I could relate to easier than a, a movie. Star Wars has such better music than Weezer. What are you talking about The right music now? was good in Star Wars. That's true. Bum, I, bum, 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 a lot of bum, good orchestra bum, music. Bum, 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 bum. It's amazing. Um, Which is your favorite? Don't sit. Episode one. Fuck it. Wait, hold on, hold on. Maybe you're unaware of what that means. Do you mean episode four? The Misa, fir- Misa, Jaja Beaks. Loved it. Classic. Why is episode one your favorite? Well, Jaja Beaks. Now that's a guy. Does Jar Jar Binks remind you of anything from your time? Perhaps? Oh, pretty much all theater. But maybe that's why I relate to him. But yeah, Jar Jar Binks, he's he's something I can really relate to. But he's also he's got a great arc. I mean, he's he, no, he doesn't. He, well, he's he's just got the the one movie, and then he barely shows up in two and three because we all yeah. But in episode, that's why episode one's my favorite because he's that's got the, the least arc of, favorite movie of everyone no, because he's uh he's exiled from his little underwater community. They're like, you uh, can't be here. Please stop saying. Well, okay, I will stop quoting the movie. I suppose I, uh, and then he's like, "Oh, because I'm clumsy." But then he proves that his clumsiness and his pluck are a virtue. And then afterwards, they're like, "You know what? You're a good one." It's just weird to hear you talk like this because um, a lot of people thought that um, uh, George Lucas was making fun of African Americans with Jar Jar Banks. I would. Oh, yeah. You see it now. Yeah. Oh, uh, 
Every time I think I'm doing so well. You're doing you great. Can take, it's just you, you can take you the have, man out of 1864, but you can't take the 1864 out of the man. You have these tendencies and you kind of you kind of go back to them. It's a real bummer awesome. that you like episode 1. Uh what Nothing. were you going to say? I just found the performances in episode 1 just terrific. All around. It really goes downhill from there. Each one gets worse. Did you watch starting with number one? Yeah, I started. No, you got to start four, five, six, one, two, three, seven. Oh, like I was going to figure that out. What has that ever been the case? Why did would you, you go get back? to four and go, wow, the production values are so much worse all of a sudden? Yeah, I did. I was like, wow, big drop off in the budget here. Must have ran out of money running on fumes. Yeah, Yoda must have looked way weirder uh, to you in episode five as opposed to one through three. Yeah, I like I like the little guy early on. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. odd little creature, but but wise. I would say he might be the wisest one in all the films. Well, Mr. President, thank you for uh, covering Epis- episode one. Stop saying that. Uh, the Phantom Menace. <laughs> thank you for joining me again, folks. If you have questions for President Lincoln, uh, email us at numerical fifteen one five. Minutes uh, with Lincoln at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, uh, we'd love to uh, get some more questions. Uh, that was a blast. I wish I would have known that he had seen all the Star Wars films. Are you okay? I'm just a little tipsy. If you're still tipsy yeah. for the next episode, <clears throat> I'm going to have to intervene. No, 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 no. I'm fine. Do you know what we did in 1865 when we had to intervene with someone who was too strong of drink? Uh, no, what'd you do? Take him to the woods, tie him to a tree, leave him out there for three or four days, let the devil come and talk sense into him, and then we'd go out and they'd usually be fine. Oh, that's a real thing? Uh, well, I'll see ya. Got a real unclear answer there at the end. Um, oh my god, episode one, you guys. I really, I wish he'd have known he was going to watch him because I would have told him to start with four. There's just something about that trench run in four. Oh, my God, episode one. Um, folks, thank you for uh, listening to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. Uh, give us five stars on iTunes or, um, you know, leave us a review or something. Uh, I am probably, I'm probably going to see if there's any more beer uh, here at the Cards Against Humanity studio and then just kick off. All right. Uh, I love you all. See you later.